Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, figgins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games podcast. My name is Dennis Zen, and I'm here with joining us from South Africa, Joshua, Joshua Bears. Bears. How's it going? Fantastic. I just moved into the new place. Very happy. A lot closer to the city, which is a bit more dangerous, to be honest. Uh, we, as of, I think, yesterday, we're now the fifth. We've got the fifth highest rate in the world. So we're, we're, we're coming up behind you guys. And uh, we'll always be number one, USA <laughs> number one. Uh, and also join, joining us this week is uh, Dorian Parks, also in L.A., with, with not in the same place as me, but in the same town. But he's, he's, he's sporting his uh, brand-new uh, camera hey. that, uh, that, we, that we put over at his place, the nice yes, uh, sir. studio it's, camera. It's nice. It's nice. It's real crisp. It makes me a little bit self-conscious because it's so goddamn clear, but we're all good. We're all good over here. Yeah. Uh, I can so see la- the reflection of your screen yeah. in your in your sunken. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to. That's what I've been trying to like <laughs> minimize the window bad. so you can't see it. Not that bad. Um, yeah. So sorry to uh, everyone. Last week we we uh, had to skip last week's episode. We were just so busy with Ghost of Tsushima stuff, which we'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, just a lot of stuff. So we'll talk about some of the stuff we missed last week and the stuff this week. Okay, let's start off. Well, before we get into the big Xbox showcase news, let's talk about a quick brief thing that dropped this this morning. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Which was during the, you know, right now Comic-Con is happening, but it's not happening. It's happening virtually and not uh, at San Diego like we usually, like usually we, we should be there right now. So right now it's happening virtually. Everyone's having panels, doing these things. During IGN's uh, Comic-Con at home live stream, they showed a teaser video of, of G4 basically it returning. If you, you guys don't know, you know, G4 TV was a channel that I think originally was like tech TV and then they changed it to G4. It turned from like a tech channel into like a video game 
based channel and for it ran for many years i remember i was a big fan of attack of the show i watched some x play and some other stuff as, as well and there's some you know some of our uh friends were on that show like uh tiffany smith and chris gore and a bunch of other other uh guys on there and then you know that's where olivia munn made her kind of like where she became well known and transitioned to television and, and movies um but anyways, this little short teaser kind of shows some Easter eggs from from G4 TV's time. And so in the very end, it says we never stop playing. And then 2021. So basically teasing that they're coming back in some form in 2021. Uh, did you guys watch G4 TV at all? And what do you guys think about this kind of return? No, I've watched maybe a handful of episodes and just like just seen it in passing as I grew up, but not really like a dedicated fan at, at all. But I'm excited about this because I know I do. I know a few friends that are attached to the, to the project now that are, that are going to be doing the reboot. So definitely going to give it a chance and go back and look at a little bit of their catalog. I thought it was interesting that Olivia Mon posted them um, when they posted the little teaser t- uh, tweet, she quote tweeted in when she was like, Hey, what's up? Like, am I going to get, am I, am I coming back? Like she did a little gif of her while she was hosting. So I thought that was interesting. So I'd be excited to see what they can do and with return with this, this video game TV network and see if they can actually make a, a dent on the current platform TV is facing now with the current uh, pandemic going on. So definitely be interesting. Games are as hype as they ever have been. Yeah. So a, a dedicated TV network for it will be awesome. Josh, did you ever watch a G4 TV? Never heard of it, Dennis. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay, so definitely, you know why? Definitely when, did you move yeah. to, when did you move to the States? Like, I moved to the States maybe seven, uh, 2013. Okay, that's why. Yeah. So when I watched it in, I think, 2008, I think 2008, 2009 was when I was like a watching like Attack of the Show, like not on daily basis, but semi-daily basis. It was basically like an, an hour, like, variety show but it was you know video games was the main focus and then we talk about video game stuff but olivia munn and kevin Pereira were were the hosts but they were like added some humor you know there was interviews there's like sketches there was like a bunch of like you know it wasn't just like right now like it, most of the shows you watch is like okay this is video games and just hardcore video games it was a, a little different that's why i, I kind of think whatever form they come back into i just don't whether it's X-Play or Attack of the Show or whatever, that it needs to, I guess, take on a more modern approach to it. Because I, I just don't think an hour, even though I enjoy it, an hour variety show in this climate would really work. And also for it to be online versus um, on, you know, uh, it was on basically cable television before. So I, I assume that's, the angle they're going to take i mean i think uh just in terms of logistically speaking we had a show similar it was a uk show obviously south africa being a british colonial country so we got a lot of british tv we had a show called the verge which has nothing to do with the verge the gaming network the verge but it was its own similar it was an hour-long uh i wouldn't say variety show it was an hour long but it was mainly about game trailers reviews and interviews and pretty much just those three specific things but in terms of making making the switch to online, and I think an hour-long variety show would do very good, especially if, if you if you have an audience already. In terms of advertisements, uh, you can make a good uh, a good change of money there. Yeah. 
So, anyways, uh, that that's coming back. Well, in twenty twenty one, we'll see what it looks like. Who's on there? I mean, I would assume even if Olivia Munn came back, she'd only come back as a guest once in a while. You know what I mean? Just I mean, the people are busy. Productions are are, are shutting down right now. She she. I'm not saying she needs work or anything, but if she has the time, she'll probably she'll probably do a a, a good chunk of them if if they're if nobody's working right now, eh, especially just... if that's her passion. Yeah. Um, if ever there was a time, it'd be nice. But yeah, like like Jeff Keeley was was on the show. Uh, Adam Sessler, Allison Hayslip. Like, there's just a lot of people that like kind of sprout out from what, there. What hasn't Jeff Neely done at this point? He I was, feel like he he's yeah. done everything. Like in in terms of games, shows, hosting, game awards, everything. It's just like he he has his hand on everything. Okay. Um, all right, so let's move on to the main, main topic. This is something me and Doran did a video about yesterday, which was the Xbox Games Showcase. Um, we'll toss to Josh first, but I know me and Doran were kind of underwhelmed. or Doran was whelmed. I was whelmed. underwhelmed. I was whelmed. Uh, I, had, right there. I, I Honestly, I had very high hopes for, for this so- showcase uh, because I just felt like Microsoft needed to, like, do everything they could and they kind of to me didn't hit that goal uh, or didn't even come close to it josh what did you think when you watched uh this this show honestly i think you guys just described the best word for it which is whelmed mm-hmm. like you know like i was i i mean first of all the layout of the show i actually preferred the layout of the show compared to the sony uh experience in terms of um how they kept the content flowing and in between it was very similar but i just like the uh it was faster paced it was a lot faster paced like so i I did enjoy that in terms of the content like i said wound halo infinite looking i'm not gonna lie halo infinite looks great it looks like the first halo that i would want to play since the since like halo 3 um i mean i don't have um don't have an xbox might get one so we'll, we'll see but it does look like a lot of fun it's a bit slower pace than i was expecting but it still looks fun you know what i mean it's looking great the the little bit of story that they showed us looks interesting um ever ever wild looks quite interesting as yeah. well the, rare, that, that's that's something game. that caught my eye a lot of uh, a lot of character um fable at the end that's the thing that really got me look i am a huge fable fanatic and like the studio that handled Fable back in the days, black and white, before they got like bankrupt or whatever happened to them. One of my favorite game studios of all time in terms of PC games. I was, I was literally when the announcement for this dropped, I was literally playing the original Fable but remastered, and I love it so much. And I always told, I always told myself because like it's been so long since Fable Three or since we've had a like a, at least a semi good Fable game. I thought I genuinely thought the IP was dead. I thought no one was gonna, I thought no one was gonna put out another game. I thought that was the end of that. And it's this thing where, like, throughout Fable 1, 2, and 3, they kind of, like, evolve with the times to the point where, like, uh, in the third one, you know, you're using uh, rifles and, like, it's about, like, I would, I would say, like, it's like the Victorian era, whereas the first one, you're in this, like, fantasy realm. And from this trailer, it looks like they're finally going back to that fantasy realm, which is where they had the most success. Uh, genuinely, they had the most success going there because from the little... The city, the, the little city, it's a big city. The city they showed at the end, I was like, that doesn't look like there's any steam-powered machines or anything. You know, so I'm, I'm really excited about Fable 3. Psychonauts looks fresh as well. Um, is that going to be an exclusive? If so, I'm a little sad. Uh, because it is. it's That is, yeah, that's a little fine. sad, yeah. Uh, they bought Double Fine. Uh, so. Oh, I love Double 
Double Fine as well. I love Double Fine. It was nice to see Jack Black uh, singing the song, which is great because uh, they've Double Fine has worked with Jack Black before on one of my favorite video games, Brutal Legend, which is this that like this epic like metal game where you fucking shred the guitar and slay demons while doing it. It's amazing. Uh, huge fan of Double Fine. So Psychonauts looking good. It looks crisp. They what I like about it is they managed to make it look crisp whilst still having the original like feeling of like the style you know what i mean from the original game which is amazing uh i'm underwhelmed by tell me why very underwhelmed <laughs> by the, the the choice the narrative game that's similar to um life is strange i felt very underwhelmed by that uh state of decay 3 i'm excited for because i did enjoy uh state of decay is a good series i'm i'm happy with that and then there was i think it was is it grounded is that the um yeah, the trailer for that was great as well. If you want to, if you want to play the biggest game of the year, <laughs> wait for Cyberpunk. But until then, <laughs> it, it was so good from from the company that makes games nothing like this. Uh, we spoke about that at the end of last year. Funny enough, uh, the three of us we actually spoke about it when they first announced it, and we thought how wild of a of an like how's it going to turn out? You know what I mean? And those little stills we saw come like. Comparing like the screenshots we saw months ago, there's a huge improvement. It looks fantastic. It looks fun. I'm a huge fan of survival games in general, like you know, like uh, like Minecraft or anything or, or, or Ark or any kind of multiplayer survival game. So it's one of those games that I actually have. It's been on my radar for a while that I actually do want to play it because it looks like a lot of fun. And then for me and you, Dennis, we've got the Outer Wilds DLC, which I'm excited yeah. about. But I, didn't, I feel like... Gorgon. On Gorgon. Yeah. I feel like that wasn't like big enough to put in this conference, but I guess maybe they were trying to fill it up. They knew it would get hype, I guess. And then does is the DLC gonna be free with uh Game Pass? Yeah, well every, they, that's the one thing we'll get to in a little bit is that everything you saw during the showcase is free on Game Pass. Everything oh, that's, that's every actually, that's single amazing. game. So that's freaking that's freaking cool, yeah. I like that Everwild game. I that had a lot of uh character to it and the art style was very it looked good yeah. yeah but overall i'd say well like nothing that like makes me besides fable of course but that's because i'm a literally a diehard fable fan besides that there's nothing that makes me like want to throw throw money towards an xbox right now you know yeah because you can yeah. play all these games on the pc as well so it's like what's yeah. what's what was that game defining thing that was like no i need to actually get the xbox to i need mm-hmm. the xbox series x to have this game like if i can play all the same games on pc and it still look fine and still be able to handle what's what's why would i do why would i spend my money like that i don't know so i'm just hoping mm-hmm. with the next conference that they do later on this year when it gets closer to the actual release date they have those big those big bombs that they drop and just like, all right, here, here's the Batman exclusive game that nope, that PS that Sony won't have. It's just us. That's why you got to get the Xbox. So hopefully they're just saving their like real gems for closer to the release, because if this is just what they're like, if this is just their biggest like things that they're dropping Halo Infinite, which we saw a little bit of gameplay for just we've seen uh, teasers and things like that throughout this whole year. So like them introducing the, the press conference with that just didn't, I don't know, just didn't feel as, high energy as as sony starting the miles Morales I mean, we were with expecting original. it you know I, exactly like, like they, we you, knew you it was, was happening coming. so if you if they would have started it with something else and then done halo infinite in the middle or something thought it would have been a little bit smoother but as for as far as a halo infinite gameplay i enjoyed it what i saw but like i told dennis i just started playing like halo reach and halo the original halo like on pc and the graphics look fine in my opinion and when i was watching the trailer it, did, it just looked like a touch up 
from the Halo Reach graphics. Like, I know they're trying to get that Halo type of feel, so I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying, like, I kind of wanted a bigger, like, a, what I, like, Everwild, I want to say, is like, their best comparison to, like, a, a, a God of War or something like that on terms of, like, mythology and, and grand scale of things. But I wanted something more, like, something bigger. Like, bro, like, a, like a, I don't know. I don't know. Hope, like I said, I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic about their later press I, conference. I mean, I see what you mean as well, because I was expecting more from Halo Infinite in terms of graphics. But in my mind, as I was looking at this, I was like, really? This, like, it, it looks a little, I wouldn't say cartoony, but it doesn't look like it's, it's clean, but it's, it's a little too simplistic almost. But at the same time, then I think of the amount of Halo fans that want that. You know what I mean? They would be yeah. upset if they made, they made it a bit too, like, hyper-realistic or something like that. So, and like, it has a certain flow to it. So, but they're not bringing any new. They're not bringing any new customers with that, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know it. And when I went back and watched the trailer. Like I want, like, because while we we're watching it live, it didn't have the best of graphics. I don't know. It was just on my end. So I was like, let me actually go back and watch the the 4K version that they released, like the higher version. And it looked great. It just like, I, like I said, it just felt like, just like if this is Halo Reach's graphics, it just felt like it was like maybe like right here to the. the it doesn't level feel next gen. Break. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no. Next gen. I mean, most of the stuff didn't feel next gen. I mean, most of the stuff yeah. you, you saw was like, oh, that, that could be on the current gen, Xbox One or PS4. But to be fair, I think most of the PS5 stuff that they showed during their reveal, I felt the same way as well. What was, a, what was Avowed again? Avowed was the one I'm actually most looking forward to. That is Obsidian's... Uh, so, you know, Outer Worlds is like their space version of Fallout. Yeah, uh, Avowed is basically their Skyrim. So Obsidian is basically doing yes, their that did Sky- look sick actually. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's it's only a teaser trailer, but that they're they're doing that for 2021. That's a, a potential big one. Um, but yeah, I was underwhelmed with the the Xbox showcase. Um, you know, people I mentioned before, I'm an Xbox guy. I've always bought the Xbox first, and the PS. First of all, I never bought the PS1 or PS2, but I bought the PS3 and PS4 late in the game cycle when it was cheaper and then all the good games were on sale. This might be the first generation that I that I switch it up and buy a PS first and then an Xbox later. Who knows? Right now, this is the one thing that Xbox does have going for them is the Game Pass thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you can buy, I don't know, Let's say the console is four hundred bucks. Just to say, you buy the console for four hundred bucks, and then you pay the the whatever ten or fifteen bucks per month on uh for Game Pass, and then just play all the games. You know what I mean? So fifteen bucks a month is worth it to play those games because you're not spending you know sixty dollars every time you play, right? Like I mean, yeah, I, I, I did that through. with Gears of War. Yeah. I think I paid one dollar for three months and literally finished it in like a week. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. So that's where I see the value proposition for Xbox, but not in the AAA exclusive games that they have. You know, um, and didn't they buy a didn't they buy a AAA like comp? Didn't they buy like a team? Didn't they get the people, the God of War team and stuff like that? Yeah. To, well, so- yes, they did to build another studio which i don't think any of the games on this are from that studio so hmm. i don't so know maybe if that's is... what the maybe that's what the next press conference is maybe they they drop I... something i'm trying to be cautious man because like you know i'm team xbox now i've been team xbox for a year and i can't go back to 
being Team Sony just flip flopping <laughs> like that. So I need Xbox to step it up because it's not looking too good. Like, and and I think that the biggest indicator is like if you, especially if you're on social media after the press conference. I don't, I don't like. It. There's no reason if you're Xbox. There's no reason that that, that your fans should be also like. Sony and PlayStation were also trending, and they have they weren't even doing anything. They were just chilling. So it was like if they're if they're trending out of nowhere just because people are just saying like how much of the comparison that the the press conferences were and how much they're like oh wait no Sony I think Sony won this like if you're having PlayStation and Sony getting free advertisement off of your showcase then I think you're doing something wrong. So I don't know. Hopefully they bring it later on this year. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I'm like I said, I'm not set yet. I haven't made a decision yet. I'll, you know, I'll probably decide closer to launch because I think it, it. But as of right now, PlayStation is in the lead for what I what system I will be purchasing next. But like I said in that video that we did, to be honest, neither one are really like telling me you got to go buy. You know what I mean? Neither system are like really pushing me to to buy at least at this moment. Right? I know yeah. later on we're gonna get Ghost of Tsushima two, and we're gonna get you know, uh, uh, Uncharted 5 or whatever. Like, we'll, we'll get all the, these games, right, that, that that will make us want to buy the systems that are exclusive. But right now, there's... I, only one I can think of is Spider-Man Miles Morales. That's it. But with that, with you, you just hit the nail on the head. Like, if I had to pick one right now or as we get closer, like, just me just knowing what the, the exclusive that Sony has already put out in the past, like, they're, yes. they're g- giving us Ghost of Tsushima as their last, like ps4 console like title like them going out with that is like i know like i'm I'm going to expect greatness from their their games going forward with the ps5 like with xbox series one x, uh, x like they haven't shown me any story driven characters that i could like root for any any big titles like that that i know that i will expect to love once i go into it versus like with ghost of shima they're marketing it as like your gen like they've been marketing jen sakai the whole time like as a main character as a main protagonist something somebody you can root for it's like there's no equivalent to that i've seen on xboxes this past year or coming up so they just need to they just need to rev it up with this more story driven content with bigger better characters i don't know i'm sorry i feel yeah. like i'm just just going off on Xbox now. Yeah, I, I mean, I the thing Xbox. is, is it's smart for Sony to release these two exclusive big titles at the end of the generation cycle for two reasons. One, you're going to optimize your sales because that's when you have the most installed base, right? Is at the end of the generation, uh, uh, the cycle of your generation console. And then second, it makes people have that impression as they leave this generation, the PS4, like, Oh, Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima. Well, I want to play whatever, whether they're sequels to these games or the same studios doing new IP on the next generation. So that's ingrained in your mind. Like, I just had great experiences with these, so I'm going to go to the console that's going to have this, the, the follow-up to this, right? What is Xbox's uh, going away AAA title? Like, name it. You can't name mm-hmm. it. You know, and speaking yeah. and, and speaking of Ghost of Tsushima, it has become the PS4's fastest-selling first-party original IP after selling 2.4 million units globally in the first three days. So that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like they're they're this is their like last going out for the PS4, and this is a new exclusive for them, and it's become one of the fastest-selling. And just before that, The Last of Us Two was a, like the the most-selling exclusive PS4 game to date. So it's like yeah. they're they're knocking it out of the park consistently with their exclusive games. And then, like you just said, coming back to Xbox, 
what what's our well i can't remember the last xbox game i played i can't i'm trying to think of like because i've been playing i've been playing more on the pc now anyway but just in general like i i mean halo i guess is the last xbox game i've played but new xbox game so i'm just trying to yeah. think of like I think you also have to think exclusive too. What's exclusive to the Xbox? Um, you know. Think, yeah, the last exclusive I played was Gears. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. So and they so there's nothing that they're ending this generation with that leaves a good impression in your mind. Now, to this other topic, which also can determine is. Oh, hold on! Before price, we move price. ahead, real quick, uh, I just want to point out again, just like. Just for a second here, you guys have seen Life is Strange, right? Oh, you guys yeah. Play, at least seen trailers of it or maybe played it possibly. The reason why I'm so disappointed with tw- Tell Me Why is because it has a lot of promise in terms of story, but it looks exactly the same as Life is Strange, which came out, what, four or five years ago? There's, graphically. It, graphically, look exactly the same. You know what I mean? There's, there's no... It's, it's, it it's like next generation. Yeah, it it looks old, like really old. That's and they announced this a year ago. It doesn't look like they've done much, which is a bit disappointing, you know. Yeah, I think with that type of game, with the the lower budget, it's just it's not really about graphics. So I I just feel like they're like let's just focus on the story or whatnot. Um, mm. But you know what I was going to talk about is is the thing that's missing from both of these conferences or these showcases is. Launch date and price. And I mentioned before in, in the other video with Dorian was launch date is not really that big a deal, right? November, October, whatever, December. You're, you're going to buy what you're going to buy. You're going to wait for whichever console you decide to buy. Being a month early doesn't really matter. Price, on the other hand, is a determining factor. Because let's say for some reason Sony comes out with their console price and it's $600. And then Xbox is 400 You know, you're going to be like, oh, Crap! Now I gotta rethink. Halo Infinite's looking great now. <laughs> no, yeah. no, bro. To be no, that that that's the thing I was worried about. Is like even if at this point, until we see more stuff, like let's say if the PlayStation was four hundred ninety nine or something, or three ninety nine, and the Xbox was two ninety nine. Right now, I, I'm putting out the extra hundred just cause. Like I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm 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 getting a PlayStation. Like I that, might just that's... not buy. No, but I just might not buy anything at all. You know what I mean? Like I might be like, well. I'm leaning towards the the PlayStation, but it's like two hundred dollars more than the Xbox. I'll just wait until the price goes down and there's more exclusive games coming out for it. You know, I feel that maybe or maybe like I'm I, I'm, I'm I feel like it will be because doesn't isn't Xbox having their like a discless version anyway for yeah. the, the well they're both X- going to they're both okay. going both to because they need to lower yeah. the price. I think the. I think they're both going to go discless, and I think they're going to try and hit that three ninety nine price for the discless version. Uh, I probably will buy the disc version just because I still have discs from my older stuff, and then also, you know, uh, being able to play Blu rays and whatever the the new four uh, K Blu rays that type of stuff. I'm I want to be able to do so. I'm interested in that, but yeah, I the price they're both kind of. They won't blink on it, you know. They're waiting for who's gonna, you know. They're playing chicken on that. Who's who's gonna go first? Because they need to figure out how to. They're gonna wait till the last minute, man. I'm telling you. Well, like a month but they need the to time. do pre-orders. That's the thing. If they want to sell oh, right. stuff, yeah. they need to do pre-orders. Um, but yeah. So, oh, uh, one more thing on this subject is with Halo. One thing that's interesting about, it, I mean, obviously we saw the grappling hook in that in that gameplay, yeah. which is. Uh, so you're kind of swinging around like Spider-Man. 
And two, I didn't realize this until later, is that it's, I wouldn't call it an open world game, but they've added open world elements to it where now there's the map and there's different locations you can go to to accomplish X, Y, Z in what I order that, that they're you like broken up into chunks if you look at the map. Yeah, Instead oh. of regular Halo, which you just go straight forward. Like, even though it's not a straightforward map, you where you go is pretty obvious. Yeah, Alana Pierce from um, fun, the Funhouse team, she got a, like a, a hands-on, de- not a hands-on demo, but like an hour behind the scenes with the executives and things like that. And she pretty much, she said, even though it's really new, she likened it to the story breakdown of Ghost of Tsushima. Like, there's the main quest that you can do, and then there's a, the side optional things that if you want to keep doing them, you can. So that's what she kind of likened it to with this new Halo Infinite, which is, which it sounds pretty interesting. So I'm definitely going to give it a chance. And, and now that I'm Team Halo, I'm I'm only, like, a couple <laughs> weeks in, like, been playing the co-op, doing the online with Nick and Matt. Co-op uh, is Matt so, so fun. Yeah, it is ridiculously fun. So if I can just, if they can capture that same feel, because they told me just to do the first three Halos in Reach and, uh, and then just cut it off from there and not play four or five and then jump into halo infinite so that's that's the plan right now the the problem with that is okay bungie did halo one two three and reach and uh three four three did four and five three four three is doing halo infinite so Mm. so four and five will give you a better idea of the, the developer behind it I think, okay, I think, and I think another thing she said is because of the, like, they were working on Halo Infinite while uh, the fifth Halo uh, dropped, and they, because of the bad reception they got to the story, I think, like, they, midway through of Halo Infinite, they went back and started tweaking, like, the story itself to make sure, like, the, they won't get the same negative reaction they were getting next time. So hopefully just, again, trying to be cautiously optimistic, if they are writing their wrongs from 4 and 5, then maybe people, more Halo fans will come back to it. There's also ODST, which is the well, no, Reach and ODST are the two that don't have Master Chief in them. Yeah, I didn't enjoy ODST personally. I did, but it, it's a different beast. It's it's, it's a, yeah, it's very different. Yeah, because you don't have the armor, you you know, you're you're much underpowered, so they kind of had to, you know, take down I'm, a lot of this stuff. I just hope they bring back Griffbull. That was. I, I don't know if you guys have ever played Griffball. It was like a custom game mode for Halo, and it's just, it's fun. You have a, a hammer or a sword, and it's essentially like soccer. You hammer the ball into, like, the goal, and if uh, someone comes near you, you stab him. <laughs> it's okay. a really fun game. Uh, the last thing, too, on this is there's a rumor saying that uh, this is from an industry reporter, Brad Sams. He says that Halo Infinite might not launch with a multiplayer. Not that it isn't mm. coming, that it might not, which was crazy to me because Halo is known for multiplayer, you know? As much as I love the campaign, people play Halo online and multiplayer like all the time. Imagine if it la- launches without multiplayer. Like that is. That, that's a horrible idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. You might as well delay it. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't. You don't need to launch on launch day. Just launch it with multiplayer because you want to have all that, all those people initially starting off in the game. You know, it's not like Red Dead Redemption Two where online multiplayer came later mm-hmm. because it, online multiplayer for Red Dead is not the main part of the game. The main part of the game, and I'm not saying story, that yeah. campaign isn't a huge part. What I'm saying is that multiplayer is 
equally significant uh, where Red Dead Online is not. It's, it's, it's just like, oh, it's a bonus. So, yeah. Imagine, imagine if that actually happens. That'd be crazy. I think the Xbox fans would... The Halo fans would not like that. And Halo fans, you do not want to piss off. I've seen their Twitters. I've seen the social media rants that they go on. And you do not want to piss them off. Um, so before uh, moving on, we, we talked about Ghost of Shima. You, you mentioned this; they sold 2.4 million copies in three days, the the most for a brand new IP for Sony. Uh, Last of Us had a huge month. Uh, I think last month where they sold like how much did they sell? They were the number one selling game. It's the third third best selling game of the year, uh, which is impressive because it's a Sony exclusive, so you're not selling on multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they already surpassed Final Fantasy VII Remake, Animal Crossings, Doom Eternal uh, for the first month sales. Uh, they they sold over four million copies on, in the first three days, uh, which makes sense because it's a fo- uh, follow up to a hugely critical and and uh, popular success. So it makes sense that it would make more than Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, but yeah, uh, so Sony is definitely uh, on a on a win streak here. Uh, Ghost of Shima, we did our spoiler review, which isn't up yet, but should be up soon. But we have our regular review. We have all the walkthroughs that Dorian did, and we have some other videos coming on the way. Uh, last thing on Ghost of Tsushima, I guess uh, during an interview uh, with. Uh, the developers, Sucker Punch, they mentioned that the game almost was about pirates. Rob Roy uh, McGregor, uh, the Scottish folk hero, or the Three Musketeers. Yeah, this is Brian, uh, co-founder Brian Fleming mentioned this. So what would you guys think if, if this game was oh, not man. Samurais and it was, uh, let's say, pirates instead? I think... I don't think I, I would have liked it. Well, I think, as much. first of all, just... Just the three musketeers would have been a horrible idea. Just like, let's start with that. I think that would have been a horrible idea. I think it could have been, I think it would have worked out really well with pirates if pirates weren't overdone in the video game world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially current, like in the past couple, since Black Flag, pirate, like Assassin's Creed Black Flag, there have been so many other pirate games and like pirate theme type games in that world, but overdone. I was reading up about Rob Roy and just in general and his like the life and the amount of stuff that they could pull from his life. Mm-hmm. And like just over here, he was a, he was a soldier, a businessman, a cattle, ras- a, a cattle rustler, an outlaw, uh, the hi- a Highland rogue. He was like a, a Robin Hood type character. So that could have been interesting too. But the one thing that from just reading this interview as well that blew my mind, I never put two and two together, is that this is from the people that made Infamous Second Son. This is yeah, such an incredibly different <laughs> Dor- game Dorian. from what they usually make. <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just a big Infamous fan, so I was, I was, yeah, I was um hyped that they. I love, were, I love Infamous. It's just so that, different from what they made. You know what I mean? That's in terms of the, style and stuff. They should do. I, I've been saying that they hopefully with the PS5 because the Infamous Second Son was a PS4 title launch. Like it dropped with the when the PS4 dropped. So it'd be fun, it'd be cool if they followed that up. Not maybe a title launch, but just another Infamous game within the franchise for, for the PS5. Game, that's that's a I, and I always say this. That's a franchise that could easily be adapted to a television series or movie, and mm-hmm. they should get on that. But Especially personally, for me, two. yeah, personally for me, I don't think 
this the game would have been nearly as impactful if they would have done the the pirates approach like Josh said especially with the combat i couldn't see them adapting that combat all the the things you you you're doing with the the sword and all that all of that into a pirate type form where it still like look cool and makes sense maybe they could sucker punches they could they they pretty much can they just showed that they can do any type of game but i think they made the right choice with doing ghost of Tsushima cuz we talked about it without spoilers i would definitely love to see them either carry on with Jin Sakai's character and do different type of stories with him in the in the in the storyline or do a completely different type of thing within the world. I think it would be something interesting. But I mean, I don't know if they want to keep making open world games like this with different type of genres and and play around with that. As long as they handle it respectfully, I'm all down for that because this Ghost of Tsushima was I, like I said I, I I told Dennis already for as of right now as of I've, I've completed the whole game it's my game of the year right now. I know that we're only in the middle of the year or in the back half of the beginning of the uh, end of the year, but right now Ghost of Tsushima's top notch. Chef kiss. Yeah, I can't I believe like yeah. for, for me half, it's only more than halfway of the year, and I already have three games that would be probably considered game of the year last year though I, I i think my game of the year last year control could is is pretty up there but uh yeah half-life alex last of us part two and uh ghost of Tsushima. yeah man i think that they're gonna look just from the success alone they're definitely going to continue with this ip i still haven't played the game yet personally i'm waiting to get paid so I can hop on this. I've been. Oh, I can't wait to play this. Every single screen. I have a lot of friends who are just co- on social media, just in the photo mode, just oh. sending photos. Yeah. All the, and they look I can, I can beautiful, send you a ton. Like Stay, they just look so. It looks so sick. Stay what away I from think spoilers, be, please. Oh, for, well, luckily they're just screenshots. You know what I okay. mean? Like it just like beautiful things. There's nothing else in that. But uh, what I think they might find success in is telling, like you said, telling like another story. Similar era, I'd say a little bit further on uh, in the feudal era, like around like Nob- uh, Nobunaga, I would love to see them do a story with uh, Oda Nobunaga. That would be very, uh, very interesting. That's a bit more like further on in the feudal era. But uh, I, I, yeah, like, like, like keep it set around this, like the, this era. It'll be so sick, you know what I mean? And, and keep it um, in Japanese centralized. I even thought to myself, if they really wanted to, they could do China, you know what I mean? They could, uh, around the same time era, they could do China as well if they wanted to. But it just wouldn't have that same. They would feel call it something. They also they would call it something else. You can, you know exactly. Yeah. Oh. Well, because this this whole game was about um, it's, it's it's very it's about Tsushima, uh, it's about the whole. Who, you guys will know it's about the Mongol invasion. I would say you guys yes. would know more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's it's. I'm wondering if they could do it if, if they do choose to do like another dynasty or anything like that. They would have to change the name for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I'd love to see more. Uh, and I'd look forward to, like, I, you know, look forward to any other either time eras or different locations or whatever they do. Um, yeah. But I think they, they'll probably stick with uh, ancient Japan for, for, for a while for, before moving. Oh, for sure. To, to, for, that would be smart. Else. Yeah. Um, are there, right, are there the, any, real quick, my question to you guys who have played this game, are there any, like, because I love Japanese mythology as well. Are there any, like, moments of, like, you know how, like, in the past couple of Assassin's Creed games, they've taken a couple liberties by throwing in, like, real-life mythological situations in there? Like, is there any, like, do you bump into any, like, type of Japanese mythological stuff? Or are they keeping it very pure reality? Like it's Okay, it's pretty pure reality, but there's some quests that you do that are, like, have a little supernatural elements to them 
Yeah. Um, But there's no like, you know, they don't really go into any type of like super deep lore or anything like that. They kind of create. I would would love to see that if they go into like Onis and Yokai and things like that. No, no, they don't go into that, but they create their own kind of lore that you kind of, you know. I think like the the besides like the mythic tales without spoiling anything, the only thing that like seems like like mythic or like outside of reality is the guiding wind. Like is basically you're supposed to be your father's yeah. spirit, like guiding you at. Oh, like, that's you get, sick though. If, I'm, I, it's not like a spoiler or anything, but it's like if you get yeah. lost or if like like when you're doing a map or something and you put like you pinpoint a destination and it tells you like 1.4 kilometers and you're like oh wait which way do I go? You have to like yeah. press the wind and it'll it'll be like your so it's like a guide. compass. Yeah, it's just an basically. easier way to get around. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. Uh, they spoke a lot about that. I just didn't know that it was your father's spirit. That makes it My so bad. much. That cool. might have been a spoiler. Sorry. Well, it makes me think of the Lion King, like with Mufasa. He's talking in the clouds and getting guided. You know, um, one of the things I liked about this interview that actually really caught my eye is the creative process behind making a game like this. Like way in the beginning, like the whole reason we know that they were considering these other options is because at the end of the day, Sucker Punch wanted to do an open world melee combat game that's they were like that's that is what we're craving that is what we want to make right now we're not too sure what we want to make we just know we want something open world and we want something melee like melee combat based probably because they've been dealing with superpowers for so long you know what i mean so i thought yeah. that was quite cool how they just start yeah. with this idea you know what i mean they, they didn't start with the idea of ghost of tsushima you know what I mean? they just said melee combat open world let's play around with it well that's you know? the best part of the whole game I mean, the story is solid, but I, I wouldn't say the story is like amazing or anything like that. It's like solid with good characters and whatnot, but it's all about the combat in that game. It's mm-hmm. all like, mm. wait, did you? Pl- I, I talked about this in our spoilers review, but Josh, did you play uh, Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order? Yes, yes, I loved it. I was I complained okay. that it was too easy. So you guys said I was ridiculous for that. <laughs> it's the combat is a more advanced version of that. Okay. Like the the techniques are more advanced. There's more things you can do. Uh, the did you say it's Souls combat, inspired? Uh, I haven't played Souls in but... terms of like a lot of parrying, a lot of like yeah. dodge rolling, yeah. or if yeah. you will. Yeah. So yeah. it's all yeah. about parry and timing. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So from mm-hmm. what I've heard and what I've played, it's probably in terms of difficulty between uh, Jedi and uh, what you call it. Uh, souls yeah. i gotta say though this shit some of the some of the duels like josh when you play um there's like duels one-on-one duels where you're fighting like a boss or something like that those are hard as hell like those i don't know sick it, yeah and then and then the the game throws subtle jabs at you it's like if you get killed too many times they're like hey do you want to you want to lower your difficulty you're getting your ass kicked like right now <laughs> like you can, change, you can change it on easy it's all right and then they're like you can always go back to different you can always change it back later don't worry but it's but yeah, some of those I think those are the the hardest combats are the duels. But besides that, like the the gameplay itself, mm, I think that that that's what put us over top. Because Dennis says that he is the the story is like just all right to him. But for I mean, me, it's I, good. It's it, good. It, I, I think is it's amazing, especially once you're like once you complete everything, and then you're once you can add on the 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 side quests and all that. Like once you can hundred percent hundred percent complete the game, which I'm like almost there. Like once you do all that, I feel like. It, it's, it's it's so good and then the gameplay just elevates it to another level like i i think this is my in terms of combat this is my favorite like gameplay i've, I've played this year did you play Sekiro? Sekiro, nah 
I'll just say like if someone was telling me that it's on like a like that's a good uh, comparative in terms of difficulty to compare it to. I'm, I can't imagine this being as hard as that because people complained about how hard that was. I wouldn't say this is extremely difficult. It's definitely challenging, but mm-hmm. you know you can do it. You can do it. It's not, especially if you upgrade your stuff. Just yeah, you know, yeah. You spend you time play, upgrading play your character properly. Yeah, yeah. I upgraded we. We talked about in the spoiler. It's not a spoiler or anything, but I upgraded my um the standoff to all the way. It, that is a game changer. I told you, man, because <laughs> you can get okay. I can't know yeah, well, what, what it helps you with, but but yeah, there, we we have some tips uh, for you, Josh. Once you get it, let us know. We'll we'll tell oh, you. Yeah. They, they're not non spoiler. Should be getting it next like, week. Yeah. Um. All right. This is one thing that we missed last week, uh, which is. Ubisoft had their forward event, uh, but before we get into that, they announced that they're going to do a second one in September. So it seems like a lot of these companies are going to do second versions of these these showcases um, closer to the next generation launch because, you know, one, it's quarantine time, so you're not getting as much as attention as you would normally. And two, you know, without like E3 or anything like that, it's like, well, you don't have to, Hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers uh, because I am, you know, team 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 uh, Xbox for now. Um, Microsoft was like, you know what? We have all this good stuff, but we got to hold some of it back because because uh, we don't have to let it all out now because it's 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 too early, you know, and that they're gonna they're gonna do it later. So that's that's my that's my hope. So we'll see. Um, I hope they do something like I don't know if we spoke about it last time, but uh, Devolver Digital, which is also one of my favorite studios, they literally just made like they released like a demo game thing where you can walk around and see all the demos for their games. And like they actually made like a virtual space. It was very interesting and it was very successful. So I'm wondering if any other studios will do that or any bigger studios, you know what I mean? Because I mean, Devolver Devolver. Digital is a fairly big studio, but not nearly as big as, you know, like Bethesda or it's bad off the top uh, uh, name drop there. But you know what I mean? Like that was I thought that was very interesting. Uh, They showed off a lot of Shadow Warrior 3 and a lot of other other games coming out. And it was like a little digital space you could walk around. It was like going to a convention on your computer. It was it was awesome. So I hope that um, I hope a lot more people do something like that because that was so interesting. Yeah, so uh, at the Ubisoft uh, Ford event, they showed off Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion, Far Cry 6, Hyperscape, and Elite Squad, which is funny because everyone was like hoping for Splinter Cell, and then Elite (laughs) Squad comes out, which is, I think, it's like their Team Fortress, right? If I'm not mistaken, it's like their their version of Team Fortress. Uh, And you have Sam Fisher there, the the main uh, protagonist of Splinter Cell, but you don't have a Splinter Cell game, so people were like upset. They're almost like offended that it was <laughs> like, oh, you're not gonna give us a Splinter Cell game, but you're gonna give us this game that has the character in there that has nothing to do with the game. You know what I mean? So. I feel like they did the same thing last year at E3 for I think it was a they a announced some, yeah it was a mobile game with the with characters and people were pissed. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> So, um, what would you guys think of uh, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion, Far Cry Six, Hyperscape? I, I know you you played some Hyperscape, right, Dorian? Yeah, I played it a couple times. I'm trash, so I haven't been back in a minute. I have no, no, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, in, I'm not in a rush to keep playing that. Just because of, 
I, I, I not, not to say it's a bad game. I'm just not the best at it. I've been trying to get better, but I've it's enjoyed very what I've much arena. Yeah, it's, it's not, very it's... arena related. If you if you if you didn't play a lot of Quake or Unreal Tournament, because I've actually been playing a bit of it this week, because it's literally right after the um, Ubisoft event, you could just download it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I love it, man. Gen- personally, I, I'm enjoying, it, but I like that fast paceness. You don't have to worry so much about recoils spread like you're mobile all the time you can be just taking shots while you're flying through the air you don't have to worry too much about uh like those kinds of things i'm just waiting until i get a better internet connection before i start playing it again yeah i've been i besides hyperscape i've just been because i'm going back now that i have pc just going back and getting all those games so titanfall has been my main multiplayer game for the moment titanfall 2 i mean like that's my yeah. that's my game but hyperscape i'm not to knock it because i enjoyed what i just played but you know I'm not the best at it. It's like I I want to I don't want to say it's like my it's like another Fortnite for me where I just don't see myself playing in the future. But I gotta I gotta take my time. Rome wasn't built in a day with that. But besides that, uh, besides that, um, I guess I enjoyed what I saw with the Watchdog Legion stuff. A lot of that though was um the, the, a lot of what they showed was one of the because I did one of like the private sessions you you at E3 last year. That was a, a good chunk of the footage that they showed at. E3 behind closed doors. So I, I enjoyed the footage. I'm like, out of all the games, I think that's one of my most anticipated. As far as Assassin's Creed, looks dope. I haven't been the biggest Assassin's Creed fan, but I'm willing to give this one a try. But just overall, the showcase in, in general, I guess I wanted, I'm going to use it again. I was whelmed. I think I've just been whelmed by all these showcases. I'm, I'm going in with lower expectations now moving forward just because I go in with so much hype and then it's like, uh, here, here's the same type of stuff that we were already kind of promoting in the first place. So yeah. I don't know. What's funny about the whole Valhalla thing is that they're put in an interesting position because of Ghost of Tsushima. Where yeah, like, it... Ghost of Tsushima took the Assassin's Creed model. I know people were mentioning before, like, oh, there's these other games before that did the same thing. I know, but this one, Ghost of Tsushima really is uh, following the Assassin's Creed model. And now it's back on uh, Ubisoft and and assassin's creed to like okay now our expectations of a game like this are, are higher a lot higher how, yeah yeah how is valhalla gonna deliver and meet meet those expectations well, we'll, the we'll, we'll combat's see. very different that's the one they completely overhauled the combat for valhalla to make it as brutal and gory as possible they wanted it to carry the weight of viking combat so i know that they there's a lot of emphasis and focus on changing the gameplay mechanics completely just for combat which is interesting. Uh, the thing I liked about what I saw from Assassin's Creed Valhalla is they actually showed a bit more of the whole, like they showed a little time lapse of what they actually means to build up your village and upgrade it. And like, you know, I was curious about that when they first announced it. I was like, what do they really mean by that? And so you actually get to see like your little village slowly grow as you go and pillage more places. Again, it looks cool. I like the fact that you can dual wield pretty much anything because you're a Viking. So you can, you want, you want to, Throw you want two throwing axes? Go for it. That's you, man. You want like it's there's it does it looks good, but from just from the uh, the the overall Ubisoft forward event, I was actually most drawn towards Watch Dogs uh, Legion. Uh, it looks so much fun. It genuine like I'm really I'm really looking forward to playing Watch Dogs. It looks well, Dorian. You said you got to play a bit of it at E3, right? Oh no, no. I just did a like what you saw that 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 footage that they showed they played. Yeah. They basically showed us some of the same thing and then just walked us through like oh, all the okay. details. Like we didn't get I didn't get to actually touch or or play any of that. I don't think it was ready at the time for to to play for the users, but that's what I saw. But um, yeah, like the the biggest thing from Watch Dogs from that whole panel. Was that short move? That short trailer thing that they did at the beginning mm. of it that wasn't that attached to it, sick, bro. They need yeah. to like 
stop Expand. making Watch Dog Legion. Watch Dog, Watch Dog Legion needs to be the the last one y'all make for a while, and just make Watch Dog a TV series or something like that. That that looked like a movie. I was like, that can be something I actually want to watch, like and and get more invested in rather than a video game. Because I played a little bit of both Watch Dog One and Watch Dog Two, and. Eh. I thought they were trash, man. I, I thought those games were trash. This game looks I, like I don't want to say I don't want to say know? I don't want to say trash. Like maybe recyclable. Like you know, like yeah. Eh, Watch like, Dogs but, Two was better, but yeah. the first Watch Dogs was just like it was the most boring, overrated game that I've ever played in my life. So it seems um, like with this, like with this Watch Dogs weekend story, I would rather them just focus in on this and expand this and and then move forward with that and not try to to go back to what they did with the other previous Watch Dogs and just do a movie or something like. Ubisoft, you don't have to make you don't have to keep continuing to make three or four different games for the same thing. Oh. I had a couple of realizations. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, go for it because we're. I think we're going to talk. I, we're, we'll talk about it and uh, we'll talk about it next. I had a couple of realizations about this before, which is the first time I saw Watch Dogs Legion, or they they advertised it. Everyone's like, no one has ever done this before. Groundbreaking technology. You can be anyone in the game. It's so different. And I was like, wait, wasn't that Driver San Francisco? Where you could, you're literally driving around and you can just like poop, you're that car, boom, you're that car. You're like the person driving the car. And then mm. I, look, I looked it up and that's also Ubisoft owned. And Ubisoft, <laughs> you can't get that game anymore. They completely removed it from all their stores. So it's almost like they didn't want people to know that, that that's where they got the mechanic from. That would mean they own the mechanic, no matter how you look at it. But I was like, and for years, I wanted to buy the game and you can't buy it anywhere. They completely unlisted it from all the stores. And then a couple and then literally a couple of years later, Watch Dogs Legion, uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Well, well, I don't know. I'm slurring on that. But anyways, uh, that dropped. And I was like, that makes sense. Now I know why you couldn't get uh, Driver San Francisco, because obviously, like, it must be some kind of pro- uh, proprietary license to the mechanic or something that they're using. There's got to be some uh, some kind of legality around that as to why you can't. Like even now, you still can't get it unless you're buying the actual disc off eBay or something. You can't play the game. It's like with um, Apple when they when they got a new product coming out, they make all the old ones. They take all the old ones away, so you can't use it yeah. anymore. All right, uh, moving on from that, uh, this one's personally just for me. A UFC four was announced. Um, they they released a trailer which you know had uh, Israel Adesanya and George George Masvidal on the cover. Uh, this was kind of in conjunction with George Masvidal's title fight with Kamara Usman. Um, looks cool. I'll be getting it just because I'm a big UFC MMA fan. Um, they said they revamped the whole grappling part of it because I think a lot of people, like including myself, were like, were found it to be a, a lot more complicated than it should be, and so they're revamping it so that that it's easier for people to use, but I think they are going to keep the old one as like an option. That'd be Um, good. Yeah. So if you're a more seasoned expert player, you can keep using the old one, but for people who suck at the submissions like me, uh, then I can use whatever the new, hopefully easier to use one is. Um, They also added like backyard fighting to it. So you have Kimbo slice and, and uh, George Masvidal, who are you know former street fighters slash back backyard fighters, so you have that mode as well. So uh, I'm excited excited for that one. Though I still don't know all these sports games, whether Madden, NBA, UFC. What's the ultimate 60, team thing going to look well, like? You know, you know the sixty dollars every year. You know, where you're you're playing paying sixty dollars for 
This looks like UFC 3 to me, you know, graphic-wise even. It doesn't look that much different. I'm not saying they're not putting in time and effort into it. I'm just saying that they already have the foundation there, you know, that, like, I don't know. I feel like it should be like a $40 game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at least or considering dollars. considering how much money you drop on the game if you actually like take the take it seriously, I I hope they didn't change too because I I really love UFC UFC three. I I was not a fan of the first UFC. I thought it was too difficult. UFC two they made it a bit a bit more accessible. UFC three was the one that I played the most. I mean, and I'm glad I eventually eventually learned how to use the submissions properly, and I now enjoy it. But it took so much hating the submissions yeah and just like the only reason i learned how to do it was because i i, I needed to beat jack <laughs> in, the, in the back of my head i was like i gotta win so i had that like pushing me to learn it but for the most part like almost 80 percent of the time i was playing with a friend we would just do um we would uh because you can choose to not to just be uh just oh, i forgot what the mode is it's like fist and kicking it's um punching uh, and standard kicking bang standard bang yeah standard bang that's it standard bang yeah so i would just do stand and bang the whole time i hope that they have i hope that they add more like like old school fighters like like they had bruce they had bruce lee as an option in ufc3 yeah. and i i love that i played the crap out of him i think that they're gonna have a lot more commercial success if they make the grappling easier because the grappling is unforgivable in that game for sure you know what i mean like if you don't know how to use it you're screwed uh 100 but i hope they don't change the your build the thing where you build your fighter and you spend the money on packs or you can like earn the xp to earn unlock the packs to unlock the moves and stuff i kind of like the way that that worked in ufc3 i hope they don't change that too much they did they are so they're gonna keep the career mode (laughs) they're keeping the career mode but they're not doing any of the like uh packs and team stuff yeah i hope they do i hope they emphasize more on because part of ufc3 about your fights that you were doing in your career mode was you had to build hype and get a big social media following I enjoyed that. I actually really enjoyed that. Like trying to like, you got to like tweet out and yeah, I I hope that they do. Yeah. I hope they keep that. That was some cool stuff. So I want to see more of that. Yeah. uh, I don't know about the old school fighters, but they are doing strangely enough boxers. So Tyson Fury is going to be a playable character. Wow. That's interesting. And I think Anthony Joshua as well. So I think there's like two boxers you can, you you can play as so um all right moving on we have uh the shadow warrior three gameplay trail plus 17 minutes of gameplay this is all you josh dude <laughs> i like it's honestly like it like let's i'll be let's me talk about the graphics first of all uh, the graphics do look good but the graphics look great on shadow warrior 2 as well like so it only looks like it's a slight bump up but it still looks crisp uh for the it looks like they did a character redesign for the main character or like he looks, he does look quite different. Like his outfit's a bit different. Still the same voice actor, most badass guy ever. Like his name's Lo Wang. That's like so. That's the most badass name you can have. You know, not yeah, only, not only, name. it's like it's like such a great double entendre of a name. You know what I mean? Lo Wang. It's Lo Wang. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. The comedy behind this game is amazing. It's one of the games where like I truly wish I could like stream this game. I would I wish I could stream this game every day of my life, but I'd get canceled so fast because I'd be impersonating his accent. <laughs> and it's so difficult not to because it's amazing. Uh the comedy's great. It just looks fun. Like it genuinely looks fun. Uh Shadow Warrior 2, they added so many different um like new weapons and more gameplay elements. The multiplayer, first of all, like the fact that they added multiplayer was so fun because 
when I was playing the first game, you're f- defending off these hordes and hordes of demons, eventually cyborgs and all these other creatures. And at, at a certain point in time, I really wish I was a god. I just wish I had one other person here to help me fend off these hordes of demons. So I'm glad they did that in the second game. They Obviously, that was successful, so they're going to keep in the multiplayer. This is one of those games that I'm actually really excited about because I wasn't expecting it out of nowhere when they dropped it, when they teased it on Twitter or Instagram. Um, yeah, no, this is... It's just, it's fun. That's the only thing I can keep it up as. If anybody does uh, want to play Shadow Warrior 1 or 2, I recommend playing without any motion blur because it's a bit, it's a bit too fast-paced at times. I saw that they added in, like, wall running as an option. Um, yeah, I saw wall running. It just, it looks, the trailer, or the game it looks great, man. Like, just, yeah, they, they, they redesigned uh, low, they redesigned Lo Wang. They, they made him look, uh, they gave him a bit more of a pompadour. Uh, they took his sunglasses off, <laughs> gave him a goatee, <laughs> but it looks it looks the same voice actor. It's still it's 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 a very in- it's a very interesting world that they live in because you can't I can't even explain how odd this world is. It's like it's like the this whimsical like uh, era of Japan, but it's also like you know it's the current age where everyone has like you know TVs, cell phones, Twitter's a thing. There are like there are like giant like companies that are like um, the company from um, Terminator. I forget. Uh, Skynet, you know, there's like Skynet essentially, and there's a whole so it's a whole mix of things, you know what I mean? You're dealing with demons, you're dealing with cyborgs, you're dealing with now, like, I'm look like the gameplay trailer they showed up now, you're dealing with weird creatures that I've never seen before. It looks like a whole new race of things they added in. Um, but it's genuinely, it's it's a fun game. It has it has the worst jokes you will ever hear, but you will love them. You will appreciate how bad the jokes are. It's like well known for that. Um, it's it's well worth it. I think the I think the games are still ten dollars each right now on Steam. If you're looking to play it, highly recommend it. It's on console as well. It's on console as well, one and two. Yeah, I'm stoked for this game, man. Hmm. Cool. Uh, so let's see. Last thing up here that I have is uh, this is just an aside. Prince of Persia: Dagger of Time. They have a VR game coming. It's like an escape room style, which is interesting because obviously if you try to play like. They made Prince of Persia like, like the regular game you've played before in VR. You would get sick from jumping all around. Yeah. Um, So they've made it into an escape room style. So, Mm. which is very popular in 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 VR. It's actually one of my well puzzle slash escape rooms with storylines to me are the like the funnest type of VR games. Is there uh, any influence in terms of the? Because I see I haven't watched this yet, but I see just the word the dagger of time, and one of my like uh, the sands of time, the first uh, that first Prince of Persia, one of my favorite games. I love the whole going back in time to like redo things differently. Like the the whole way you play with time is very fun. Is there any like time play in the game that we know of? Uh, not that I know of yet. Because that would be a game changer for the escape room. You know what I mean? Like being able to mess around with time as well. Okay, I'm looking at this more, and this is interesting. So, this version of it, this escape room is an actual physical escape room that uses a VR set, and it's not, it's not for home it's not for personal headsets but physical escape rooms in vr puzzles and presentation only only playable in one of the 300 locations ubi has them set up that's interesting what? like why what? 
why spend the time and money and limit yourself to 300 locations that people i mean unless it's like like you know like i've played the void before and like when you play those you're like okay i understand why you're doing that because it's like an actual physical space and you're i don't know this one I, I this one I'm not quite sure why you would do this in a physical space. So that's interesting. Especially during a pandemic. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Something I think we missed because of uh it, it was last week as well, just to wrap it up also is uh-huh. that the Uncharted movie is in production finally. Tom Holland uh, yes. started shooting. Yeah. And I'm excited that it will Hopefully not be bad, but it's leaning towards it's going to be bad just because Mark Wahlberg should not be solely like I don't get it that like he was supposed to he was supposed to play Nathan Drake and then he just got too old for the role. And so they grandfathered him into the role of solely like that's not how you do casting. Like if you originally casted him as Nathan Drake, you either keep him as Nathan Drake or you just be like, I'm sorry, Wahlberg. You got to go like, yeah, you got to go. You have other projects you can you can do. This is in production go somewhere else and then cast like if you, if you want to be funny about it cast nolan north as solely like he can't play nathan drake but he can play solely that would be funny like have him be the live action solely to his his uh, his counterpart like come on that's all i had to say about that but um but yeah that's that's in production finally uh, yeah it's weird quick. i never saw him as either sully or nathan drake yeah me neither and the director of venom is doing it by the way so however you feel about venom um yeah. What's Going back real quick, guys, the uh, the Halo Infinite multiplayer thing, what that was uh, false news. It will have multiplayer. Oh, they just spoke out now. Launch. Oh, did they? Okay. They just spoke out now. Yeah, they said uh, follow, yeah, following the rumors of Halo Infinite's multiplayer would not be ready at launch. Okay. The industry spoke up and said that that is not true. Nice. So I mean, it'd be so, crazy. Yeah. It'd be it would. Crazy. That would be the weirdest thing ever. Okay, that's good to know. So. Hopefully, if you listen to this all the way, it says that, uh, yeah, they shot down the rumor. So I, I want, I'd love to hear your guys' opinion about this. Brie Larson asks Nintendo to cost her as Samus in a Metroid movie. I mean, I'm down. She's a good actress. Yeah. I, I'd, yeah. I just want to see a Metroid movie, man. Like, whatever. Like, she's a nerd. Happen, you know? She's a she. You, you can tell she's she's a, she's a, she plays video games. She, she loves all that stuff. So if she wants to do it, she has a time. Go for it. I, I, I say she, she can do it. And then uh, ah. one last thing, um, to, uh, just real quick. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 release date is yep. April 8th, 2022. Makes sense. Big first one was a, uh, that we just came out this year was a success. Also, probably would have been more of a success if the pandemic didn't happen because it kind of cut off a little of its uh, steam towards yeah, the towards end of the it. End. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I watched it. I enjoyed it. I know Dorian's a fan of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so makes sense. And twenty twenty two is not. <laughs> yeah, it's you know it's far enough away where hopefully a pandemic will be over. Uh, we'll have a vaccine by then, and things will be back to normal. And we can go to the movie theaters and all that good stuff. So twenty twenty two is not an unrealistic. They only need. That movie probably can be shot in six months. It's all post. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. movie's all... They all made all the fixes they needed to make after the backlash. They had to yeah. make all the fixes. So if they can do that in the short time that they had, 
with a little bit of a delay, I'm sure they can do wonders now with two years under their belt and now that they know what fans like. Exactly. Uh, uh, so, Dennis, what did what did you think, by the way, of the um, the new Fantasy Star Online 2 game, the new Genesis? I, that w- I have not played it yet, and I saw that the... What was the, the it was an, it was announced. The, yeah, yeah, they the announced the, the, yeah. the new... It seems like just a new whatever, yeah, yeah, a new uh, part to it. Um, Mm. So it almost looks like a completely different game, you know, like an expansion or something like that. But it's exclusive for uh, Game Pass. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm a big fan of Fantasy Star One Online One. I want to play the second one. What's interesting to me is the trailer that they showed in the showcase was so Japanese. Right, <laughs> like it had I thought the it was Japanese Xenoblade music, uh, and it had the, th- yeah. the titles instead of voices. You saw the the titles like "Come Join the Invent," you know, and it was like very lighthearted music, and it was yeah, it was, it was a very Japanese trailer. Where if you watch American trailers, they're like like a movie, boom boom, and it's like super yeah. dark, and it's got like all these you know movie sounds and whatnot, and yeah, it was it was very very funny to see that. Uh, uh, out of nowhere. All right, uh, I think that's right. it for this episode. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys playing right now? I mean, obviously, me and Doran winding up Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, what are you playing, Josh? Uh, I've still been playing a lot of Valorant. Uh, mainly, I haven't, like I said, I haven't had internet this week. I'm using a, a mobile dongle right now. Um, super fed up because I've been waiting four weeks now for internet. Um, so for the most part just trying to play games that are like are less resource heavy in terms of bandwidth so i'm playing a lot of valorant um a lot of like a lot of single player games trying to think like i'm replaying god of war just because it's uh, single players are all i can really single player games are all i can really do right now during this week so playing god of war playing valorant i played like i said i played a bit of hyperscape earlier and it's one of those games where i can't wait to get a better internet connection because it's I loved Quake and like it's it's Quake as a freaking battle royale. Like I I'm I'm all for it, hundred percent there. Um, which we didn't talk about the the story trailer for that, but it's not because it, I don't know why they listed it as a story trailer because I don't think it's gonna have a story. Maybe they'll expand on that whole world because it's supposed to be this. It's like Ready Player One where it's, it's not totally real. Ready Player One. It's like it's literally yeah. It's like you're in this realm. So maybe they'll have other versions because in the story trailer they're like hacks. And everyone's like, we can't see, wait to see them like expand on the hacks. But the hacks are already in the game. It's part. We lost him. All right. <laughs> no, we just have a frozen uh, screen. He just talked about his uh, internet issues, and then now he's gone. All right. Uh, I guess we'll have <laughs> to continue without him, uh, Joshua Bears. You can uh, find him on uh, Twitter and Twitch. Uh, I think it's like Toki dot uh, Toki Josh on Twitter and and Twitch. Uh, Doran, uh, are you playing anything else besides Ghost right now? And what are you play out? What's your next game after Ghost? Besides Ghost, I haven't really been playing much. I, like, like I said, I've done a, a little bit of Halo with the Collider Games team, but besides that, I've just been focused on Ghost. But after Ghost, I will plan on going back to finishing the Titanfall Two campaign. <coughs> yeah, I love that Titan- campaign. It's short, Titanfall, but it's, yeah. it's fun. Titanfall 2 and then uh, Titanfall 2 and then finishing up the Halo games. Those are on my list. And then I also got a bunch of just PC games that I'm trying to to power through as well. So I got like Rainbow Siege 6 on there. Got uh, 
what else do I have? Um, a way out. We, me, and you got. We, we should play that. But yeah, besides that, yeah, I'm just marking uh, Star Wars theory. theory. Yeah, had me download the game and 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 for nothing. Just I started playing with him and he's like dip. He dipped out. So yeah, I need I need somebody to play with. So those are those are the games I'm playing right now. Yeah, uh, I'm fin- I finished Ghost. I mean, there's a few things I still want to do on it. I want to finish a few missions, but other than that, I don't know what to do next. I mean, we have. Obviously, the two big games coming out uh, the, uh, in a few months are the Avengers game and then um, Cyberpunk 2077. But there, I think there's a little break before we start playing those. So oh, we got the beta, the, the beta code dropping a couple yeah. weeks. Cool. Uh, so before then, I don't know if I should start playing. I've got Spider-Man. I've got Uncharted. I have God of War, uh, which I was playing God of War before, like like a year ago. And then I stopped. Um, so I don't know. One of one of those I'm gonna start picking up. You should save Spider Man until it gets closer to the the PS5 release. When we get a PS5 release date, that way okay. you can finish Spider Man and then go into the Miles Morales game and it feel like a continuation, like how you did The Last of Us. Yeah, sounds good. Um, all right, where can people find you? you? Guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dorian Parks and Rec, and then you can find me here at Collider Games, chilling doing videos, walkthroughs, all that type of thing. Streams coming up soon, so look out for that. And you guys can find me on Twitter at ThinkHero, Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Collider Games. Also, subscribe to our podcast feed, which is the Collider Factory podcast feed, where we're here uh, every single week with the podcast and also interviews, reviews, and all that good stuff. We'll have the Ghost of Tsushima spoiler review up on the podcast feed as well as the the games channel so until next time uh see you guys later stay little chico pitbull mr 305 better said mr worldwide and i'm here to tell you about my new podcast from negative to positive brought to you by my friends over at state farm i believe that to have success you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you you know the biggest risk you take is not taking one it's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money especially when it comes to insurance State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's Power Cash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, figgins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.